Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. A legend passed today. He was something out of a book or a movie, and more than an imagination could conjure. He was a gambler, pimp, car salesman, and convict. But he is most remembered as a man who protected Willie Nelson for over 30 years. As I sat down to write about the passing of Paul English, I realized that everything I knew was from an article in the Oxford American from January 2015. It was written by Joe Nick Potosky. It's an amazing article and I won't ever want to read it. So I thought I'd give you some of my favorite parts from it. Rest in peace, Paul. The shootout at Ridgetop back in 1970, just outside of Nashville, when Willie Nelson and Paul English defended a house full of family against Willie's daughter's husband and his gun-toting brothers. One of the many larger-than-life incidents that have been burnished into legend over the course of the career of Paul English's boss and best friend, Willie Nelson. And this particular story, well, Willie's daughter's Lana, her husband Steve, he hit her, prompting Willie to go over to their house and slap Steve. Pissed him off so much that Steve and his brothers drove over to Willie's house and started shooting. The altercation ended, however, with Paul firing a 380 grain bullet from his M1 rifle into the bumper of Steve's car to get him to go on goodbye. From the drummer's chair, English sees everything, just like the catcher on a baseball team. His oversight goes far beyond maintaining the odd, minimalist beats that guide Willie's music. For him, the drummer's chair is a perfect perspective for running the most story-touring organization in country music. More important than being Willie's drummer, or his best friend, is Paul English's combined role as the road boss of Willie's traveling company. He's a tour accountant, protector, collector, and enforcer. Rose embellished by his proud past as a hoodlum, pimp, and police character. For all the good vibes that redheaded stranger imparts at his 4th of July picnics, farm aids, or wherever else he plays, there's an understanding shared by one and all in his band of gypsies. Mess with Willie Nelson, and the next thing you'll see is the wrong end of a gun, held by the devil himself, Robert Paul English. You know those songs such as Nightlight from Family Bible? The ones that Willie famously sold for 50 bucks a pot and gave up all his publishing rights? Well, Paul got them back. No telling what his method of persuasion might have been. But with Paul there, there is always, to this very day, or until this very day, the veiled thread of violence bubbling under the surface. Often as not, the perception is tied to Paul's fondness for guns, at least one of which is always somewhere on his person. Inside the family, Paul is the ultimate authority. He's the judge. It's the same role he played back in Fort Worth in the 1950s and early 1960s when the Dixie Mafia ruled the underworld. If two hoodlums had a beef that they couldn't take to the police, they'd just go to Paul. No matter what he decided, his word was accepted as law because Paul English had the reputation among characters as a man who was even-handed, judicious, and demanded respect. I was a good street hustler, he said, because, well, I treated it as a business. He tells the story of one time he threw dynamite into a bar for somebody else and 
It blew up here, blew up there, but only put a little hole in the roof. Didn't do much damage, but I think they got the message. To this day, he remains proud of being featured in the Fort Worth Press tabloids as a 10 most unwanted criminal for five years running. He once told a story about having girls at 22, he said. I knew this girl, asked her if she liked to work. We went from there. I was a good pimp, he recalled in a soft voice, tinged with fondness. I never did beat a girl. We called men who did that wimps. How you gonna beat them up to make them stay, he said. And I'll end it with this, a quote from his son, Paul. If you're writing songs about shooting people, it's nice to have a guy who shot people up there on stage with you. And with that, rest in peace, Paul. Stay strong, Willie. I'm Justin. This is Off the Road Podcast. And just chill. Till the next episode.